talking about stuff, talking about things, talking about you, talking about me. It's not a wild country, and we are celebrating. It is Canberra. Conversations in the capital. Hello, my name is Henry. Welcome to Canberra Conversations in the Capital. For this third season, six bartenders from six of Canberra's city bars will be featured. Today, inside Hippoco, I am joined by Nick Weir, bar manager. Nick, thank you for the drink. How are you going today? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. This is such a nice place. I, I, um, I've rarely seen it during the day. so this uh, is... If it helps, neither have I. There, there um, it is. <laughs> I, I mostly see it during the day when I come in and set the place up at about three o'clock, and then it's dark pretty quick after that. This is like two hours before then. So this yes, is, this is two hours before this that. Is, this is um, off-peak time for you. It's, 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 very, it's very early for me. Yeah. Well, we'll chat about Hippo in a bit, because it's a lovely mm. spot. But I do want to hear a bit about your bartender journey before that. So uh, uh, how did yeah. you get started? Where you been? What you been doing? My, my father found a job for me at GAO Stadium. Yeah, uh, he found it in the paper, I think. They just put an ad out and they needed hundreds and hundreds of people. I just needed cash. So I decided that on the Friday and Saturday. And because I like watching rugby and Canberra Stadium, I just started doing that. And then after that, it just uh, followed into me just working in bars. Did you serve alcohol during those GAO games? Absolutely, yeah. What was the first bar you worked at? The first proper bar I worked at was um, a bar in London called uh, the Connaught Bar. Cool. So you went overseas for a hot minute. I went overseas for about a year, lived in London for about a year. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked at bars all through London and hotels as well. The Connaught's actually a five-star hotel. It's oh, there you go. Mostly what the job was. So I just worked for an agency and they just ended up, um, they contracted you out to certain places and you just basically did bar back work or as I was lucky enough to do, a little bit of bar work. Mostly just pouring beers and setting things up because I didn't know how to shake it a, a tin or stir anything. Well, that's, that was that's pretty, five class, five no, class no, alcohol right there. It was five star <laughs> service, I'm sure of it. Yeah. They were very confused by the fact there was an Australian working behind the bar. <laughs> and and uh, now I just work full time in bars. You've been brought over to Hippo. Uh, yeah, I came to Hippo about three years ago. Dang, it's 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 one of those bars that it's been here. Yeah, it has. Like if you think about how. Canberra has grown in its bar scene. This was this was here before that even started. Yeah, um, this place has been a venue, f- I think, since the late '60s. Yeah, so it's been a while. I think the only person, uh, the only business longer in this sort of area is Old Man Happy downstairs. Yes, and he's been here since '62. My goodness. Yeah. So um, apparently, this place is a. Uh, it was Durette's, the Red Room, Hippo Lounge, and I, th- <laughs> I think as we know it now, it's uh, it's been here since 2013 with the balcony and all that. Wow, that's so cool. You know much more about the history of this place? Like the, the the aesthetic is very. I don't know how to describe the aesthetic. How would you describe the aesthetic of? of I'd of, say of, North American. Sure. Um, there's a lot of American themes on the wall. Um, there's a caribou on the wall up there, and there's an elk <laughs> and a some sort of. Uh, I think it's a ram. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. Um, and then there's uh, yeah, you got uh, Duke Ellington's up there. You've got Chuck Berry here. Like, there's a lot of North American. Uh, the, the way I sort of thought of it was a North American hunting lodge. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, in this sort of hunting lodge, you'd just be mostly drinking whiskey. <laughs> um, whiskey and cocktails. Whiskey and cocktails is pretty much what we do. That's it's, it. It's kind of on our sign, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how did the name Hippo Co. come to be? Unsure. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Um, 
the old owners of this place, um, I've spoken to them about it and they just went, oh, yeah, I think we just like the name. I've never actually got a straight answer out of anyone. Um, I have no idea why it's called Hippoco. I think it just sounds good. That's about it. Yeah, fair. And the idea of a hippopotamus is pretty cool too. Yeah, absolutely. Hippoco as in like, like Hippo a company. Corp- company? Yeah, okay. company or corporation. Yeah. I'm not actually sure what co means anymore. That's um, all right. I'm too afraid to ask. And yeah, I think you've been able too long now that you can't. Mm. Maybe I'll ask for you some someday. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. find find the old owners, find the current owners. Yeah. Ask them a million questions about how um how the name came to be. But yeah, I'll gather them all into one room and just be like, yeah, I just, have one question. I have one question. Why Hippoco? Why is this? Yeah. There's, there's probably a reason, surely. Yeah, you think so. Yeah. I mean, surely, right? Surely. Unless they were at the zoo and they saw a hippopotamus went, that thing is sick. <laughs> I mean, hippos are pretty North American. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, you see them all through America. Yeah. Um, they're, they're big in New York. Uh, you see them just rolling <laughs> down the streets. Uh, particularly in Canada, just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got a Wall Street. It's yeah. just hippos. Well, Wall Street's just hippos, suits. man. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. That's why it's called Wall Street. Now, this version of the bar has been open since you said 2013. About 2013. Yeah. What do you think has led to its maintained success? Because there's, there's been so many attempts at opening bars recently in Canberra mm. that have, even at, even just at the very least, not survived because of COVID. Yeah. Right? And yet, you're here going strong. You're almost at 10 years since this place opened. What yeah. do you think has kept it going so well? Like the things we do, we do really well. Mm. Um, we have very good whiskies. We, we always try to keep that updated and we always try to have some new cool fun stuff in. When it's our cocktails, we try to have something that's simple, easy and something that people can really get around. And then we just want to welcome everyone as much as possible. So we just want everyone in here. We just, we create, we try to create a welcoming vibe and that everyone's welcome here no matter what. Yeah, that's it. And this balcony area. Balcony's great. Yeah. That, did that come in in 2013 or was that uh, about 2013? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. yeah. Um, it is great for people watching. <laughs> Phenomenal for people watching. Um, at about 1.30 a.m. on a Saturday night. Yep. You can sit out in the balcony and just watch all the people roll past around your place. And just, yeah. Just question everything. Oh, oh you question a lot of things. <laughs> right, the mo- the most, most thing that goes through your head in winter is, you're going to be cold. Are you cold? Yeah, are you, are not you cold? cold? Are you not like, cold? I'm, in, I'm in a hoodie and a jacket here. How are you not cold? Yeah, that's it. Oh, a lovely, lovely spot for reflection. That's, that's definitely a great so. spot. Place. It's a great place for you. So, Hippo is known for its live music, particularly its jazz on Wednesdays, but every now and then you get some live musicians in as well, and they do some cool things. Have you had any favorite memories about the live music that's been played here? Uh, There's a few that come through every now and then. Um, I mostly stick around for the blues. That's mm-hmm. probably more my sort of style of music that I prefer. Sure. Um, we, have a, we have a jazz musician called Victor Rufus that comes in. He's... He's quite good. He's a lot of fun. Um, probably one of the funnest things. Like, he once uh, inadvertently mentioned to me that he was able to play Hotline Bling on the guitar. And I was like, <laughs> that's fantastic. And so every time when he stops, I will, if I'm working, I will yell out at him to play Hotline Bling until he does. That usually annoys him. Uh, and then we have um, a bunch of blues musicians that are just really cool to come in. Uh, we, have a, uh, we have a band called Killwater that comes in. Cool. Uh, they are a bunch of dads that just <laughs> formed a rock band, I assume, in their 20s. 
And then they got married, had kids and had a life. And then in their mid-50s, they just went, let's bring it back together. <laughs> and so they come here and... Uh, 30 years old. The they, reunion. The reunion. They absolutely <laughs> rock the place. They're fantastic. That's probably the best sort of music that we get in. What kind of music do they play? It's mostly just rock. The rock dads. No, rock it's it's dads. a picture Motley crew. Okay. But uh, they're 50-year-old blokes with, uh, with kids. That's insane. They're was, fantastic. Would you say it was Killwater? Killwater, yeah. Killwater, if you're listening. You guys are great, man. No, they're fantastic. They're probably, come, they're, come they're, back. They're definitely one of my, my, my favorite bands here. Yeah. Did they bring drums too? Yeah, absolutely. They got, they got a whole band. It's like on the five, balcony? There's five or six of them out there. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. That is Every that's time. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I have... I have a, a, a friend, Mitch, shout out to Mitch, who's a, um, who's now a dad. And he had this, he had this band back in the day as well. And Mitch, if you're listening, if these guys can do it, it's, I'm telling it's you, never man, too late. Call Nigel, call the others, bring them in. Let's it, get it, it is never too late <laughs> to reprise your rock dreams of becoming Motley Crue. That's it. That's it. Never too late. Now, we mentioned before, it's a whiskey bar, but it's also a cocktail bar. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of cocktails working here, Loads a lot of different of alcohols going on. If you could only have for the rest of your life to work with uh-huh. one type of fruit, two types of liquor, and three types of mixes for your alcohol, what would they be? One type of liquor. Two uh, types of liquor. Two one type of, of fruit. Do you want to start with the fruit? Uh, yeah. Um, Should we come back to the fruit? <laughs> yeah, maybe come back to the fruit. Fruit for the last one. All right. Let's go uh, the two, two types of alcohol. Two types, two types of, alcohol. of liquor, sorry. Uh, liquor. I'd probably say... Um, White rum, mm-hmm. and then I'd probably jump towards like a sweet vermouth as well. Yeah, very nice. I think sweet vermouth can be re- it can be incorporated into so many different cocktails and adds a beautiful uh, sort of aromatic side to it, and it's nice and mellow and chill and a little touch of spice in there. Not too much spice. I am still very white and I can't deal with spice. Mm. Mm. Um, and then white rum is it's a, it's a bit, classic. It's a, a, a I love rum, so yeah. um, white rum always works well with everything. That's it. Would you put the rum and the vermouth together for anything? I would, yeah. yeah. Um, so white rum, uh, you can use it as uh, like a like a gin in yeah, in, cool. uh, in that sort of way. So you can make a white rum Negroni. You can make it with. Uh, you can do so much with it. Yeah, absolutely. Now mixes, mixes. Um, ooh, uh, I'd have soda water. Yep, soda water every time. How many mixes am I allowed? Three. Three. I'd have soda water for one, definitely. That's come up a lot, soda water. Soda water adds effervescence to a drink and it lengthens it out. It um, brings out a lot more flavor. Sure. Um, just helps things move along a little bit quicker. Yeah. And it also is really refreshing, as you might, mm. as you might guess. Yeah. I then have pineapple juice. Oh, yeah. Love pineapple juice. And then... Oh. This is when we shift towards a slight... A type of like soda, like lemonade or like. Oh, uh, I wouldn't have lemonade. I, I rarely use lemonade and cola in a lot of my drinks. Yeah. Um, it'd probably just be uh, a mixer. Oof. I haven't thought about that much. That's okay. Maybe it's... even a lime. Maybe even just lime juice. I feel like you've never been asked this question before. No, so I've, 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 I've never had to think about issue, it. Yeah. I, I never think about one cocktail, yeah, <laughs> one it. certain ingredients by themselves. I mean, lime juice is a, like. A f- any fruit juice is a good call because yeah. this gives you, a, in a way, a second fruit. But well, we, yeah. we return to the to the one the fruit, fruit that you're going to have. Uh, I'd probably go mangoes. Mangoes. I've used mangoes a lot. Really? I like That's to infuse cool. mangoes. I like to use mango juice. I like to do anything with mangoes. What's the What's your most favorite cocktail that you've come up with? Uh, it'd be, uh, I think it might be the Ghoulie or the, uh, or the Mechanic Martini. What is the Mechanic Martini? Uh, it's a mango infused bunk vermouth. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> mango infused bunk vermouth. 
I'm going to use Bon Vermouth. It's uh, yellow chartreuse and gin. And gin? Gin, oh, yeah. yeah, gin. But that can be replaced with a white rum if necessary. It can be replaced so. with a white rum, yeah. <laughs> it's going to add a whole lot more of that sugarcane flavor yeah. to it and that um, that grassiness to it because I'm using Havana 3, so. That's great. If you were to rank soda water, tonic water, and sparkling water. I put soda water at the top. Soda top. And then sparkling, then... Um, not a tonic fan. Not a tonic fan, no. I mean, gin and tonic's fine. Sure. Sure. But uh, I, I don't really see much point to tonic after not using a gin and tonic. <laughs> do you go, if you don't, if you don't use a tonic and gin and tonic, what do you use? Soda? Soda. Yeah. Sure. Okay. There it is. Soda. Every Fair time. Enough. I want to come back to talking about this venue because it's brilliant. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a pretty small venue. Quite small. Especially considering everything we're doing right now with COVID or everything we're not doing right now with COVID, I suppose. How has these last couple of years gone for you guys in terms of the venue size, the COVID happening, the numbers having to go down and all that? Has it almost in a way been nicer because it's less crazy or does it? It's it's, it's been nicer in the way that our service has gotten a lot better. Um, Everything's gotten a little bit more... um, we're able to focus on, we're able to give a bit more uh, like, like guest interaction, people wanting to be in there. Like we can talk to people at the bar for a lot longer instead of giving them a drink and telling them to get out of the way because they need to serve someone else or yeah. the bar being packed with people sitting down and then there's 10 people behind them waiting for a drink. And so we have to try and wedge between them <laughs> with uh, the lower numbers we can sort of, um, we can get drinks out better, faster. Yeah. And people like to be there a little bit longer and talk to us more. Yeah. Or not. Uh, sometimes they just leave. Uh, it's totally fine as well. The interactions over this last two years have felt more personal? They've felt a bit more personal. They've felt a bit more genuine as well. When, they, when it was up to... If, we, we used to be at 100 people. Hmm. Um, and looking around, if there's 100 people in this venue, you can probably guess that it's pretty uncomfortable. But with 45 people, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. It's quite a nice sort of feel. Um, I think with, bum, with every bum on a seat, uh, we can fit about 50-something in here. Yeah. So... It's almost one of those, like, we're all in this together kind of vibes, yeah. right? With everyone coming in. Yeah. I think, and when we turn people away at the door on a Friday and Saturday night because we're full, people are very understanding. Yeah. It's always understanding. They always go, yeah, oh, absolutely, we understand. No, yeah. You're not allowed people in, so. That's it. If you were to give yourself from two, three, two, three years ago advice knowing what you've gone through now with COVID and how to approach it in terms of like this bar and yeah. everything, what might you say? Oh, I'd probably say just chill out. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's, it's going to be bad for a little bit, but uh, eventually it's going to pick up. You'll be fine. Just just don't worry about it. Chill out for a bit. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy, enjoy what you've got. It's going to get a lot easier. <laughs> like, you're going to stress yourself out over nothing. You'll be in lockdown for a little bit, but everything will be fine. There it is. Everything's going to be fine. I've asked this question to everyone I've interviewed so far because I think it's important that it gets highlighted. I only get, I mean, I don't only get, but I choose to stay with six people I interview every season just because it makes sense logistically and time and all that. But 
there's a lot of really good food and drink right now in Canberra. Stunning. If you were to shout out a Canberra bar or a Canberra restaurant that hasn't been featured this season, where are we going? Yeah. Probably straight to Blackbird. Yep. Um, I think they've done really well. I just, it's a great bar, good vibe. Everything's pretty good there. Uh, they're open a little bit later than we are, so I'll often head there for a beer after after my shift or something like that. Um, and they've just done really well. I mean, these guys opened up, I think it was in February of 2020. So Right in the middle of it. Right, right at the start the, of the, it. The front end of a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. When nobody had any idea what was going to happen in the next, well, apparently <laughs> still goes. two it's still years. Yeah, it's still on. on. <laughs> so nobody's, no, nobody's still forward of a month ahead. Yeah. And these guys still opened up and they've just been killing it lately. Hmm. I, it's fantastic. I have heard that. Blackbird is kind of like a, the bartender's bar. Probably it's in turned into a bit of a, a hospital joint, yeah. The, um, the late opening hours. The right? late opening hours. Um, it's quite. It's it's almost in the middle of uh, of the city, so it's mm. it gets a good crowd down there, and and it's just a good vibe to be down there. That's awesome. And then another one would be uh, Hijinks. Yeah, in New Acton. Yeah, in New Acton. Yeah. Uh, it used to be Black Market, but it's obviously not that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I look. I work down at Black Market, and I could barely get people in there at you know, on a Friday and Saturday. And uh, the team down at uh, Hijinks seem to be able to do it every single day. <laughs> so uh, hats off to them. That's just, uh, they've turned into a much more welcoming space, more light. Um, uh, the cocktails down there are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yeah. They've got a great team down there with a great set of bartenders. I just think they've done well. Yeah. I, uh, just well done to them. They've yeah. turned a space that was almost uh, almost unusable into a space that is fantastic now. So well done to them. It's... It's another case of a bar that's opened around the time of, of, of COVID, like maybe like right before it. And, and Yeah, I think he opened a little bit before. A little bit before, but still yeah. making it way through, right? Like, still, yeah. Like you said, Black Market, uh, I think large cause just because of the location, right? Yeah, right? I think um, If the, the numbers weren't that great, but the fact that the numbers are good and holding right yeah. now during a time where people are more hesitant to go out i think that's absolutely been... people are he- uh, right now people are hesitant to go out i mean one is the start of the year and two because there are probably quite high case numbers as we've all figured out <laughs> yeah, um, that's it i think people are a little bit more concerned um at the moment but uh, hopefully that leaves and hijinks hijinks black market and obviously us yeah. can uh, can go higher as well right? yeah and just yeah. Keep, keep doing what we're doing absolutely i think this lockdown this covid situation has been in some cases, a litmus test for every part of the hospitality industry yeah. in the city and, and um, seeing where's maintaining that customer loyalty and where's... Well, where do people want to go? Where, wanna where go? do people right. feel safe? That's it. It's, it's no longer a case of... Um, for a lot of people, they walk into a bar and they see it absolutely pumping and heaving, like the walls are breathing. People will walk out. People go, ah, oh, I don't need this. <laughs> if it's a place where they can sit down, have a quiet drink or have many drinks, whatever... But the reason me separated from people, hmm. they'll probably stick around for a little bit longer because they feel safer. That's it. The future is still uncertain because of everything. A little bit, yeah. I think it's a bit less uncertain than when this podcast started a year ago. Yeah. And I guess that's that's the question I have for you. Where do you see your future going at this point, Nick? Where what, what was twenty twenty two going to look like for you and for? this bar itself for Hippoco? Uh, for me, I'm not sure. Um, I don't really tend to look too much too too far into the future and yeah. probably not further than two, three months. Pretty confident I'll still be here. Well, <laughs> I hope to be here at the end of the day. Yeah. 
for however long I, I like, however long they want me here <laughs> um, before they fire me, which is probably not too long away. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> There's still production uh, time. Still production time. Hang on, yeah. we can't. Yeah. <laughs> you got to still be here yeah. in March, man. Oh, I'll still be here in March. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's only another month. That's a month away. I'm fine. Got plenty of time, plenty of time. It'll take at least six, seven weeks. <laughs> For the bar, it's probably going to stay the exact same way it is, cool. which is a fantastic thing, I think. You know, people are still going to be welcoming at all times. We're still going to be doing great drinks, great whiskey, um, and we're going to be welcoming everyone in. Yeah. Like, um, we're still going to be here. I don't think the building is going to get sold or knocked down anytime soon, <laughs> so Hippoco is going to remain. And we're probably not going to change the name. Yeah. Pretty confident on that one, too. Yeah. I mean... Until you find out why it's named that, yeah. you can't really change it. Oh, guess, look, so. we're in, the, in the age that we live in, chances are it's named after something bad, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. Oh, no, don't here we go. That. That's <laughs> exactly how it's going to work. <laughs> oh. And live music is back. Live music is, is back every Monday and every Wednesday. We have blues on Monday, jazz on Wednesdays, and we, um, yeah, every, 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 every single time. Well, finally... Nick, the floor is yours. Do you have any final thoughts or words you'd like to throw out for anyone listening? Uh, nothing major. Um, I am curious as to who's going to steal my bike first. What? Um, yeah, I, I, I ride into work most okay. days of the week. Um, and I've, uh, I recently acquired a new bike legally. Oh, I should probably mention this right away. That one down there. Yeah, I've got a bike down there. Yeah. Um, it's currently missing a seat. Is that on purpose? Uh, no. Okay. Um, uh, I was off for a week and I left my bike in the city there. And um, I, I think someone's stolen the seat. Mm. I'm just, uh, so I've taken the chain off because it's obviously don't want to ride home with no seat on. Uh, so I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to steal that. Do you think the person who took the, the seat is going to come back? The right I hope so. I mean, they deserve it at the end of the day. If they've, if they've taken the time to take the seat off, which I could never figure out to do, um, they, they can have the bike, you know. So if they're listening to this, it's the bike's yours. It's been sitting there for, without a chain, it's been sitting there for about uh, two days now. So... Uh, it's if, yours if you want it. If they hear this in, I want to say, March or April, they and it's it. still there. I'll be impressed. Go on. I mean, I'm waiting for a Saturday night, really. Go That's, on, bike man. Take the, the bike. T- take you. the bike. I mean, you can still ride it if you stand up. <laughs> That's fine. Um... But I'm just curious to see if someone's going to steal my bike. That's fair enough. That's 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 why I sit up here a lot of the time, just <laughs> just watching. So at three a.m. when you're walking by on a Tuesday on a Tuesday, um, and you just, and you see some eyes uh, from Hippoco, that's just me watching, just watching, watching my bike, bike. Just, just waiting for it. That's it. If if your bartender is not serving you alcohol, they are probably they're, they're staring near the at their bike. Yeah. <laughs> they're staring at their bike. Staring at their half lost. They're, they're, they're half lost bike. I mean, it's waiting to see. It's, it's, it's a lost cause already, and. Um, <laughs> That's okay, I think. That's it. Nick, thank you heaps for today, mate. This was oh. lovely. Oh, no, thanks for having me on. Folks, my name is Henry, and from Hippo Co., this has been Canberra, Conversations in the Capital. Stay safe, be kind, and we'll see you soon.